0: Hello everyone, grab your sandwiches, Spin off that CPD, we're going to talk about something much more interesting. To the future beyond architecture in design, interior design, we're all going to go through it. 26 seconds. Oh man. How is everyone today? Are you all getting ChatGPT ready? Mid journey, those prompts. We'll talk about it later. Can't give it all the way at the entrance. Okay, five seconds. hello everyone and thank you for tuning in on this live stream special i appreciate you making a bit of time to join us and it's not just me today you wouldn't want to hear me for just an hour and i have an awesome guest someone that has seen things someone that knows what they're doing which helps and i should probably introduce them i'm joined by the fantastic antonio who's at morpheus and co who's the managing director how are you antonio are you okay Hello, very good. Thank you for inviting me here. I'm glad you're here. And uh, anyone in the audience, while you can participate and answer questions, you feel free to stick in. But Antonio, can you tell us a little bit about who you are, if anyone hasn't met you yet?
1: Hi, my name is Antonio. I'm originally from Spain, from Seville. Beautiful city. I studied architecture amongst the most beautiful buildings where all the gold from America was coming to. So very beautiful history. I moved to the UK in 2013 to pursue my future in architecture and interior design. And I have to say that this is the breaking news. I didn't work in architecture my first month. For the first year, I was working at night in McDonald's trying to make a living here. And I was working in a studio during the day. Very quick after that, they recognized my efforts and they gave me a full-time position and a few companies later, now I see myself at Morpheus & Co. as the managing director for an interior design studio. It has been interesting trying different companies. My last job was with Kelly Hoppen Interiors, the well-known interior designer.
0: And this is just the short story. I love it. and then, And you're right, 2014, baptism by fire after the... It wasn't the pandemic back then, it was the global financial crisis. And I hear you too, because I was a part one looking for a job in 2010, which was really tricky, but it took many years, didn't it, for the market to bounce back. But it's really interesting, and totally to get that background. Now, what I would love to know a little bit, can you perhaps for everyone here, maybe expand on a little bit about what Morpheus & Co is and what your role is there as well? Of course. So Morpheus & Co. is
1: an interior design studio based in London, specialised in branded residences, prime residential and hotels. As you can see on the website, it's a very timeless, elegant style. And the name comes from the God of Dreams. Mm. Basically, we're storytellers and we help our clients and our clients commercially and private to, to understand design process because sometimes we're not only designers we are teachers we need to educate on how things are done a specific way and why they have to pay the hefty fees for our services <laughs> all right it's not so hefty but it's a value added to the designs well, uh, Morpheus so. Morpheus started 25 years ago it was started by Andrew Murray. he's not the tennis player unfortunately <laughs> we leave that for Wimbledon but it's uh, he is so a journey maker that he was so passionate about construction and interiors that he started to develop de- houses and what we normally say is flipping houses. But he was doing it so well that an investor invested on, on gave him a big portfolio, and mm. he was doing great. But Morpheus is all about dreams and and having that initial research why you do things. And sometimes I like to say to our clients that. We don't need to create anything new. We have thousands of years of history doing houses and homes, different styles, but the essence of living is there. Yeah. So it's like you have a big slab of marble and you just need to chisel out sculpture. So same way with at Morpheus. We like to think that we have the project and the project is the client brief, the demographics of who is going to be living there, the economy, budget, commercially, architectural surroundings, And you have so many factors that are guiding you into what you have to do. You just need to research, apply common sense. Evidently, you need to have technical knowledge how to represent that and how to communicate that to to every single person involved into the design process. You have Mm. to go into your client, to the bank, to the builders, and ultimately to your team. So how? So everybody knows what we want to achieve here. I think everybody would join architecture because we wanted to create beautiful things. But at Morpheus, I think we are talking now not about objects or places, but end user experiences.
0: So how do we live and how can we make that living better? Oh, it's in, it's very interesting. And I, when we brought the website up, and I'll bring it up again really quickly. But we got some beautiful projects, and I know that we've got you've got some conceptual ones, and some that you're designing, which is really cool, and working on some at the moment. Can you give a, a flavour then, Antonio, of, of typical projects that you are working at amorphous and Co at the moment? Then, in terms of maybe what they are, where they are, and all that cool stuff. Of course. At the moment we have, I would
1: say 50, 50% projects are residential and hospitality. So we are doing in the UK building development, a transformation of office building into residential use with a, it's in Mayfair, So it's gallery, artistic, very elevated. And then we are doing a mansion house in South, in Surrey, in the south of London. On the residential side, we're also doing the fit-out of one of the penthouses in the new hotels opening in the city. I cannot say much more because, evidently, you will find out quickly. But it's a very nice location. And we, in this one in particular, we are just doing the fit-out. So we are not touching the architecture. We are just providing with a selection of furniture and how yeah. we can address the space. In, in At Morpheus, it, it does the flexibility. The name Morpheus uncle is because we like to collaborate to have compassion we have community and we create those spaces on the hospitality on the other side we are doing branded residence in France with six senses and we are developing a hotel in Cairo in Egypt
0: for Movenpick, mm. a 300 keys hotel yeah wow it they uh, definitely you got your hands full and so there's all these live projects and i know that one of the things that we were talking about before this as well was about how things had changed. Because you touched upon what it was like in 2014. And if we fast forward now to 2023, things have quite changed. And this year, I think people have been fascinated by artificial intelligence. And I was quite impressed to hear that a company like yourself who's doing all these beautiful projects is experimenting in that as well. And so we've got these live projects, but I'd love to hear your thoughts, Antonio, on you starting to bring this emergent technology into the fold of a live business artificial intelligence is a subject that we have been listening in the
1: hoteliers investor summits in january this year there was a big summit in madrid Mm. where the major group of hotels owners and operators they were talking about what's coming one of the major subjects was branded residences and the other one was artificial intelligence even there was even a panel about we will need architects and interior designers in the future i think everybody remembers or could research a little bit, when everybody was so afraid of using computers to draw plans, because evidently everything was done by sty- stylus, stylus and pencil before, and then everything was passed to the computer. And at the very beginning, it was a little bit difficult with very complex processes to draw a simple rectangle. So I think that artificial intelligence is coming as a tool, yeah. uh, and we are, and that's the way we're using it. So at the very beginning when the technology is in early days, there is a lot of investment through for investment banks and funds because they want to see what is possible with this technology. At the moment is conceptual. So yeah. we have been approached by, by a big brand to brand, I'll, explain, I'll do a small parenthesis. Branded residences are residences that they are made by a major brand. So you have residences that are by Four Seasons or a Mandarin Oriental Hotel. But you also have Lamborghini doing residences. So oh, wow. The LVMH group is doing as well. The Loewe, Dior. They are trying to use lifestyle into a residence. So there is another brand that approached Comorphius to what could be brand space, a real estate proposal. And we were doing our typical process that we were going into the dream and we were looking to, OK, with these properties, they, need to, they are going to be global. So you cannot have a local. The locality will be a factor that it's taking in each location. But we need to have a story that links all the locations around the world. So if the property is in Dubai or if it's in Madrid or if it's in New York, there should be a common thread. Artificial intelligence is a huge help for this. Because they go into the internet in all the documents that they can get hold on the websites. And they put together that information and they do a research. And then a human needs to analyze that information. And that's what we are doing. We took that information, we put a proposal for our client. This was equestrian. It was very lifestyle of family and tones for Middle East. And we have our own interpretation of that concept. And then we also have the computer to generate the image. And at the end, it's surprising because it's so inspiring. Mm -hmm. I'm talking that our designers have passion. We have passions. you see this image and all of a sudden you can see what we can do. Yeah. I I mean, my kids would love to have that bedroom
0: (laughs) with sand. I I think it's something out of the future, whether Blade Runner or Dune, but it's beautiful. And I've got one or two images here, isn't it? We're not breaking any NDAs with this and stuff, because I don't want to get you in trouble with all your beautiful Mayfair (laughs) hospitality. But yeah, it's absolutely fascinating. I've got these pictures as well here, Antonio. It it Absolutely,
1: absolutely computer generated. So there is no copyright at all. Yeah. And... when we ask the software to produce the images, we input our own selection of images that we use for our concept. And we also add some text to, to give them an idea. So what we were looking for in this instance, it was how the living room should look like. Yeah. And what is interesting is that all these furniture and fabrics are not specific. So it's just taken from images on internet. And I think what what really takes it now on our clients, because our clients was very happy. Oh, we have it. It's there. We can show this to our clients and they can choose. Yes, they can choose. But now, can you, we were a bit cheeky. So can you tell me where I can buy that table and how much it costs and that rack and the cushions? What are the cushions made of? And you have... Also, you have regulation, right? So, is this a hospitality hotel? So, you need to fire-rated fabrics, the durability of the fabrics. If we are just going to have children or pets, so so again, beautiful inspiration. But now we need to go from the concept to provide our
0: customers with the products. I got you. It makes sense. So, while the sofa absolutely looks brilliant and all that shades and stuff, where do you actually procure that from? Maybe that is. The, ne- the next step. I've got this image here before we expand upon that as well that you sent through. So, this is the sketch then which matches, I'm guessing, these images. Is that right, Antonio, of what you're yes. thinking? So, we
1: fed, we, we fed the artificial intelligence with this information so they could gather the, the size and oh. the. So, it, it, the more information that you fit to the computer, more accurate results you will get. They're working so hard on developing I don't I think it's version four point two now on on Chub-GBT, if I'm correct. We can edit we can it that later. <laughs> but it, every time they release a new version, the engine it's more accurate and filter better on the proposals. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think so. It makes complete sense. Do you use stuff then, Antonio, like mid-journey to generate images at the moment, or is it mainly is something that you're developing in-house? You mentioned ChatGPT as well. I'm just quite curious if, if there's particular tools that you use right now or if you're experimenting with different mediums to get different results.
1: Yeah, so I actually use ChatGPT to... So we, we went in a design panel for, for a lighting company last month, and yeah. we were talking about artificial intelligence as well. And after, when we have one of these design panels, we all normally can give feedback and use your experience of the panel to prepare for the next one. Now, we're planning to meet annually twice, but we want to build up on this process. And instead of creating from scratch, again, what's the agenda, what's the feedback, How's the experience? Because we were talking about artificial intelligence, I fed to CHAPGBT the key points of the meetings, the experience, on my own words, and then yeah, I said, yeah. "Can you please do semi-professional response press release?" Believe mm-hmm. it or not, it has gone in all the press release as the opinion from office. So I'm just re- I release here that it was curated by our team, but it yeah. was originally drafted by ChatGPT, and it's brilliant because it saves you all that time to draft the the main core of the document and then you just release it. So it saves time. It's a tool.
0: Yeah, I agree. And we touched upon earlier as well, because in this role that you are as managing director, one of the things that I think that I use in the business, artificial intelligence is not necessarily production it can be the back-of-house stuff as well. And that's where I think it has the massive benefits. And I reckon that one could argue that artificial intelligence, rather than pulling away the role of an architect or an interior designer, one could argue that it actually frees you up to do more of the design because stuff like that press release you run about, you direct it, you like it, you can send it out. And um, do, do you have any thoughts on whether you agree or disagree on that, Antonio? I, I think that our jobs will need to develop into have more of a
1: curation or editorial roles yeah, and leave the technology to, to do the mechanical work and most stationary, if I may, that it is it's not, it's not, our, it's not a good use of our time. I think from the beginning of the time when I was at McDonald's at night and then doing the studio in the morning. And now I find every time I have less time during the day to do all the tasks that I want to do. And you start talking about priorities. And this is urgent, but it's not a priority. And then this is not urgent, but it's a priority. And you need to use all these exercises that all these books talk about. But using technology can actually help you achieve all of the points and also trusting your team doing those editorial points so i think t- t- yeah need to be curated i don't think we can use technology alone yes. but it's coming to help
0: and to make our life easier now i hear you and makes complete sense while we were talking sonda says hello and sonda it's good to see you here if you have any questions for antonio please do let us know how while. Wow. The audience is in the background, Antonio. What I was going to ask you is that it's quite exciting, Artificial Intelligence, the projects that you see, you talk about are quite cool and exciting as well. What else are you excited about at the moment that you're working on? Oh, I'm very excited about the development of the branded residence and service apartments.
1: We are, with all the research that we have done through the beginning of the year, we have noticed that the way we live has changed dramatically. Yeah. COVID came to shake the foundations of the human way of living. In my previous practice, actually, we implemented something that it was unthought in the past, that is having part of our team living in their countries. We're talking about international practices when people like me from other countries come to the UK to work and they are located remotely. And so that now applies to the way we live. People is not so keen to live in the center of the cities, houses, terraces, and outside spaces. And also, for some many people, historically, you have your house in the city and then you have your house in the beach or your grandparents' house, and you don't use your house fully all the time. So I'm really keen to see how artificial intelligence and branded residents come together to have Airbnb rental formats that you can... Offset the time that you're not using your space, so you let someone to use it and enjoy it and make a better use of the buildings that we have.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. Before there would be a never a chance that I could even possibly return to Wales because that's where I I grew up. That's where I came from. When I came to London to study architecture, and before you just I could never come back. But maybe one day now, if you say flexible working possibly you can so I'm glad you're you're excited about that now what what's really interesting and I love the fact that so in this role at Morpheus and co you've got these cool exciting projects but it would also be really cool if you can illustrate what it's like to work there you touched upon the culture and different ways of people living and how is everything at Morpheus and I'd love to know what your setup is and what you're proud of at the moment in terms of how you work together as a team Oh, wow. I have to say, in six months, I was using this image with my
1: team before. It has been like a train without brakes. We were running and making all these new ideas and these changes. We have launched the new website. That is what you can see now live. We are actually, this week, we are moving to a new office where we are having double space and creating a space for all the materials library. So, I know that I mentioned that re- working remotely is really good and really interesting, but the human interaction with the materials and touching the materials, is that something that I don't think we should be able to replace anytime soon. Because that experience is important between the designers and with the clients. So, in the new space, we have our design library with materials yeah. and a very beautiful space to put, lay out the whole presentation. So we have a high-level view on how the story is coming together. We have a kitchen area that is is important to socialize. So one of the key the values of the company, uh, one of the aspects that attract me the most about Morpheus, is that the community. Mm -hmm. We are trying to create create spaces that we are we communicate, co-live, and living together is really important. So we sit down at the kitchen table and we can share ideas and talk and having lunch together and knowing what the other person likes and doesn't like. It, it brings the culture, it's very really important. Yeah. I always believe that if my team needs to do overtime, is a bad management. I yes. haven't allowed for the project properly. So I would say that everybody is between nine and six. And ra- rarely we have to do overtime in the studio, unless we have a last minute change. But everybody can go back home to their families, to their hobbies. And enjoy their lives. We spend a lot wow. of time together, but it's very important that they also have time for themselves.
0: No, that's really cool to hear. And I have a similar thing in terms of my business where I think that it's important to be together as well. You don't want to lose that touch. And one thing I'm conscious of as well, maybe an interior design graduate or a part one architectural assistant, you kind of need, I think it's really important when training and someone's new to the industry, they have to be there present, but of course, you want to be flexible to people's lifestyles and I think it's amazing then the fact that you try and manage out the hours as much as possible. I know that deadlines pop up every now and then and all this stuff, but it is very important to, to get that balance as well. What I was gonna say to you, Antonio, because we took talk, you talked about again your baptism by fire your first job in the UK in 2014 and so now you're the managing director but you've also been in that position before where you've been looking for a job and now I imagine you get lots of CVs come in and portfolios maybe at a general point in thinking of Morpheus and Co is there any advice that you'd say that if an application came through it would grab your attention or do you have any thoughts on that now that you've seen the whole process from the ground up to where you are? Oh, yes. I think, I think it's really important to the way you present yourself.
1: Yeah. The, when you are applying, nobody is expecting that letter. So, yeah. looking now from the other side, when you receive the letter and the letter is not personalized, so I might get 12 letters applying for a job and the high responsible person of the department can you please? And it's a very formal letter. We are very open nowadays. We have LinkedIn, Instagram, websites. If anyone wants to apply for a job at Morpheus, they can really easily know who works in the company and they can send the letter to Info or to HR that they know, can I please speak with Antonio or with Vex, that is the studio manager. It's written. So if they take the extra effort to know who they need to address the letter to, that catches my eye now because it's someone that really cares about applying to this role. We are passionate about our jobs. So that's important. And then one thing that I'm very particular is when I receive a CV or a portfolio and there is type, typographies or, or things that are not accurate, I remember very well. We received yeah. the presentation from an architect, a very prestigious architectural studio, to our office for a project that we need to collaborate. And I was reading the presentation. There were mistakes. I'm not a native language English speaker, but I can pick up very big mistakes and also sentences that they were not finished. They were talking, the roof is made of, and then you turn the pages and <laughs> nothing else is said. Okay, so it's not made of anything. It was a, <laughs> it first. So when I see that in our CV, on our portfolio, I think they, they haven't paid attention to what the, the presentation So yeah. what else they could forget if I hired them? But again, I really think that on the hindsight, I'm very fair. I never. Just judge a person on one interview. I, I have a philosophy that I, we should have two. Yeah. An interview is not me liking you, it's you liking me too. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think this is a relationship that we need to build, like speed dating. We need to like each other. Your company sounds good. Your services and your skills sound good to my company too. And then we talk further.
0: Is that dual direction? No, I agree. It's uh, I love it. Professional speed dating, isn't it? And grabbing people's attention. Sometimes when I've done university lectures, I do say, if you've been on Tinder and you've swiped to the left and the right, you know how important first impressions are. And I think that it would be naive yep. to say that they're not there. And uh, you're right. I think sometimes going a bit digging deeper in the document, if you get typos, it ruins the immersion, doesn't it? And I think that a CV and portfolio should be someone's most important document it's like the pitch of all pictures isn't it mm-hmm. but instead of a building it's your professional career and there's a lot at stake because if that goes well then maybe you can you impress someone a bit more then potentially the offer the opportunity might become more and more attractive as both people get excited, I agree, it makes complete sense. And one quick other question I would ask you as well, because I'm, while we got AI and tech, I also see all links and websites and I think those can be quite cool. However, I always tell people, you still gotta get that CV and portfolio and a PDF down to perfection, not too big, not too long and get the flow and the graphic design right. Is that also important for you Antonio, as well to get the core? things before going off on a tangent making a virtual reality website yes i have two two things to tell about this one one
1: is when you are finishing we are talking about interior design and architecture our clients will always focus in the last corner of the last bathroom that tile is chipped and you have told them the client already that corner is going to be fixed Yeah, yeah they don't they ignore the whole project Mm-hmm. They will only think about that. I'm thinking, can you forget the 1% and look into everything that we have achieved? They will come and fix that corner. The same applies to the portfolio. A portfolio is as good as the worst image that you put in. So right. rather, don't, that, rather not put an image that is going to ruin your portfolio and show the good quality work that you have done, mm. rather than dropping everything, like the first drawing that you did the first day at university. Yeah. It's important because it's your presentation and you can have a beautiful shared.
0: but if you have a drop of coffee, that's the only thing that they're going to look at. <laughs> I got you. It, <laughs> it makes sense. It's the thing that sticks out. I'm glad you think the same. And the other never, bit, cool on. Sorry, but, but never be ashamed of what you have done. So
1: one thing is the presentation on the portfolio, but the, on your CV, I actually value when people tell me oh, well, at the beginning of my career, I work on retail or like right. myself. I work at McDonald's. Some studios, they will say, if you haven't been coming, so you're not coming from Harvard or you're not coming from some, any specific university I'm not even looking at your CV, I think that could be a mistake. I'm not saying that it's wrong, but it is very important that we are going to know you. So you cannot hide things in the process. And actually for me, being in, at McDonald's, I can value that someone is hands-on they can yes. follow protocols, so it's, there are many re- readings when you have something like that in your portfolio. But you're
0: supporting your family, and you, but you are keen to develop your career, so that's important as well. I agree, and I used to stack the shelves at Waitrose and Sainsbury's, and while studying architecture, and those bills got to pay themselves. So I I agree with your humble roots There's, I do have one more question on careers in the bit, if you'll indulge me, but quickly, I just wanted to say that we've had one or two more hellos in the audience. Sonda is a fan of the the graphic design, the the refresh of the website, which is cool. And he also says, interesting CV and portfolio point. But I think the problem with mistakes is the lack of paying attention to details as we taught this in architecture school. Amazing guys. Thank you, Sonda, for adding your comments. It's really important antonio one other thing about careers because you've had again i keep saying the baptism by fire however it really is you came to london to look for a job in 2014 and i always say to people that getting getting your first job in, in the country where you've not studied or whatever, is very difficult, very difficult. And one of the podcasts I've done before, which was titled, How to Get a Job in the UK Without UK Experience, has been one of the most watched because people go through that process and it's difficult, people are not getting back to you, and you've been through it firsthand, and now you are where you are. It's specifically about getting a job in London or the UK. Do you have any tips on that, Antonio, for someone who hasn't worked here before? I think that nowadays, when I attend events with
1: suppliers and manufacturers and other colleagues, I think that if we need to be humble in the sense that if you don't have experience, we need to do the internship, we need to do the work experience, and many studios, they are happy to take on board that kind of roles. At Morpheus, we do. Every summer, we we have one or two people coming in and do the work experience and the internship, so they can not only to give them that first role, but it's also to understand that each studio works differently. Mm-hmm. My own career, I work in different studios and each studio it has a different way of working, different aesthetics, different uh, hierarchy. When you are deciding, I want to become an architect or I want to become an interior designer. Going back to what you put in your CV, if you don't know what you want to do, just show hospitality, residential, office, education, hold. Everything. Hospitals, if you want. But if you, want, if you know that you want to do luxury or you want to do super yards or you want to council housing, just target those studios and go and visit them. Mm-hmm. There, is, there, there is something called open days. And take your time and go there and visit them. Speak, see who you can speak with and ask about their work experience and internships so you can get that first role. Speak with colleagues that they might have gotten an opportunity and the market at the moment is really difficult. You cannot find people that is passionate, that you have fire in their belly to, to do what we would love to do. So it's, if you show that to the studio manager or to someone that is in the team, they actually will get it. And actually, the last two recruitments that we have that at Morpheus came through people speaking to my team on LinkedIn, saying, hi, can, do you have an opportunity for me?
0: Who yeah. can I speak with? So doing that initial research and trying to get to that people. Yeah, it's a whole landscape of change, isn't it? It's not a case of knocking on the doors uh, per se. And I sometimes, I do, I do say to people as well, you're right. With LinkedIn and all these tools, it's quicker than ever to get in front of people. And I think earlier, Antonia, when you were talking about that initial email, if it's addressed to you, it's so much different than dear sir or madam. <laughs> at the it's just like it might get even flagged up by the spam filter because that's what all spam was like and Me and you were talking about once the fact that you put the word director on linkedin basically you end up in a million billion <laughs> <laughs> sales market. lists yes and so i agree while we were talking jason also mentions on the subject that most people who come for him from help because jason does mentoring so sort of struggled to get a job in the UK. And as soon as you mentioned visas, in his experience, it spooked some of the companies. But these visas are getting easier to get. And I'm thankful it's getting easier to get because it would be a shame, isn't it? And I think that especially in London, I'm not even from London. We're all like coming to the city. There's lots of opportunities. And I'm glad that these barriers Are slowly being broken down and things are feeling exciting i was going to say to antonio we we've talked about ai which is the future in here you talked about what's been talked about in the conferences and what's happening it's chill out question here what are you excited about coming up in the next few months then
1: we we just won two projects in the middle east and asia so i'm very excited because they are linked to the silk route and the mega GIGA projects in the Middle East. So I'm really excited to see how that develops because I think that the concept behind those GIGA projects is actually sustainable. It's actually very clever the way they want to do it. One of of the things is that they want to make sure that within five minutes of your house, you have all the services available, but then with 15 minutes, you can take a train and you can go and visit other neighborhood or another hub as they call them. So I think that there is the potential that they will that the architecture will be into the 21st century for real, not just a marketing tool and they're going to be thinking about how can we make the life of the people better and using these tools and use these these giga projects is just a ground for experimentation. So that
0: that really excites me on how what's the next and how are we going to make it happen. Very interesting and it I tell you what, I've looked because that's It seems like especially work in the wider world, you touched upon the Middle East there, you went to a project which is amazing. Now I work with some other architectural practices and interior design companies where there's a lot of exciting stuff happening in the Middle East. Unfortunately, some people some projects in the UK at the moment, I think companies which are focusing solely on projects in London have struggled a bit more than those international. It may it's nice to hear that you have stuff as well globally. And just what I was going to say on that note. So you've got all this stuff going on here. If people wanted to get in touch with you to either learn more about the project, so say you now there's someone now who's watching this who's a graduate or an interior designer or whatever, and that they'd love to get in contact with you, Antonio. Where do they find you? Oh, well, please use our new launch
1: website. We are actually quite active on LinkedIn, Morpheus, and Cork and we also follow on Instagram. So if you want to see our latest dispatches and our latest projects, we are launching maybe once every week and we are updating the project that we're working on. And if you are interested in work experience or internships, we are not afraid about visas. We are just, we will work through the work experience with you
0: and we are always happy to have a sit down and give you our feedback makes sense and uh, a uh, perfect so i really appreciate you being here everyone should check this out now for the audio listeners after this you can watch the video and see the projects but the website is www.morpheusandco.com you can google morpheus and co and you can find that all that juicy beautiful stuff online thank you so much for coming here Antonia, I really appreciate it. And if it's cool with you, I'm gonna wind down the stage now But I also want to say thank you to everyone in the audience for tuning in to this live stream. But also, I know it's the modern world, right? So if you're watching this replay in bed or something because you were too knackered, you've been working the full day. Antonio does nine to sixes, so maybe send him an application. (laughs) But thank you so much for everyone tuning in. I'm going to end the live stream now. Antonio, stay in the stage for one minute. And for you in the audience, have a lovely lunch and see you soon. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye now.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye.